Welcome to How We Grow, an essential playbook to grow and scale your vacation rental business with advice and insights from the best in the biz with your host, Linnell Gordon. Welcome to How We Grow, the vacation rental show. I'm Linnell Gordon, your host. And guys, today I have a really special guest. He is one of the kindest people you will ever meet. Aside from being a phenomenal business person and incredible at branding, he is currently the president of the uh, Northwest Vacation Rental Professionals. He's been doing that for about a year, I think, right? Yeah, I'm getting ready to start my second year at the end of this April. There you go. And before that, he's had his own business twice. And I don't know that you might tell that story, but he has Beachcomber Vacation Rentals in Cannon Beach. And before that, he also was the general manager at Cannon Beach Rentals. And in between there, he was working in technology. And guys, before that, he was working in sales. He knows people. Brian Olson, thank you and welcome. Well, thank you for having me. I'm excited. So one of the things that you know very well is branding. You actually worked with a company that did branding for a while. And when I went to visit you in Cannon Beach, I was impressed with your branding. Very much impressed with your branding. So talk to me about your thoughts on why it's important for vacation rental managers to brand their business. Well, there's a lot of different reasons. And I think you have to be careful to not overdo it. There are some that put everything in the house is branded. We go on a simpler kind of mindset, as you know. We do a, a great little lunch bag and a couple coffee mugs with local coffee. I think it's one of the important things to use your local vendors in your local areas. So we felt really strongly about that. We've done that the entire nine years we've been in business. We change things up a little bit, bag changes, mugs change, but it's really the basic piece. And by changing mugs and people that are repeat guests don't get the same thing every year, year after year, it it changes and they get to take them. The other piece that we did when we grew to the point where we had to have our vehicles and started putting vehicles into our fleet, we felt that it was important to brand those as well. There's nothing more reassuring than a van showing up to do maintenance work that says Beachcomber Vacation Homes. Mm -hmm. It's not our maintenance guy's truck with no branding on it. You know, it's as important as to the guest as it is the homeowners and actually the neighbors. You know, when you're thinking about branding, especially in this industry, we all have neighbors that aren't excited to have vacation rentals around them at different times. And so when they see you pull up in a branded vehicle, they really feel like it's a professional organization. They know that you're going to respect the neighborhood. They know who to call if you have a problem. So we did that. And we're actually adding another vehicle this week because we keep growing. The other thing that I felt was important was to have house signs. Um, Some markets require them, some don't. Ours doesn't require them, but having a simple house sign that says Beachcomber Vacation Homes with your website, it's easier for the guests to find the home. Sometimes address numbers are hard, but it's also good back to the neighbors who may or may not become your client in the future or want to say, gee, I had a neighbor call me a week ago when she found out we were managing the property. She had some concerns. I went through our program, told her about it, and now she's a huge fan of ours. So that branding is very important. So the not overbranding is a really good tip. And I can tell you that I took the lunch bag with me home. I still have it along with the coffee cups because I love them. I collect things like that. I know a lot of people are trepidatious about giving like a coffee cup that's ceramic or something. Right. And they want to do metal cups instead. What are your thoughts on that? Coffee cups are the most expensive piece of our brand, but I want to find something I like. 
everybody gives metal cups away. Any more regular coffee cups are harder to come by. One of the things that I find is, and we had this happen, two things have happened to us with our branding. I had a repeat guest who couldn't remember. We were new. They couldn't remember our exact name. It had been a couple of years since they stayed with us. They got in their cupboard and there was a Beachcomber Vacation Homes coffee mug. That's who we got a call and rebook with. And then I had somebody that was one of the state fairs and they were carrying our lunch tote around. And somebody asked them about Beachcomber and said, did you enjoy it? And they actually booked with us. So it really does work depending on where you're at. And it just Mm -hmm. has to be smart. I've seen places walk in and there's this whole basket of branded material. And I think that's overdone. It's my personal, but I think simple is the best. So one of the things that people may not know about you, but I know about you because I've spent time with you is you're a techie. You're really a techie. You love technology. Tell me what your favorite technology is right now. And uh, you mentioned that you were excited about some things that were going on as well. And feel free to just say whatever you want to say here. So I'm still my favorite technology right now. I'm a big believer in beyond pricing. They have really helped us shape our business and helped us be successful. I always look at tech at if I got rid of it, what would my staff do? And I can tell you, I have a piece of tech. Um, we use Rubaru. And if I got rid of Rubaru, my staff would walk on <laughs> I love Rubaru. They're nice too. They love the SMS. NARS has done a great job. I'm very particular about tech. I just don't pull it in. I'm an early adopter. I mean, I, I worked for Point Central for two and a half years. So that's really was my first piece of tech that we used was Keyless Entry. And they do a great job. My newest piece is we're now putting Explorer into our homes. And we're using their Alexa Touch product, which has had, even in the last month, just having it has a great guest feedback. They love it. Mm-hmm. They can find out what's going on in town, where to go. But I like everything we have based on what the tool is for. I think there's a lot of things that are going to overlap. And then obviously I use several pieces that come out of the Inhabit family. Um, mm-hmm. We're a Libra's partner. We have been from day one. I was with the previous company that I worked for. I am a firm believer in the direction they're going and their leadership. But what I'm really excited about right now is Inhabit's acquisition of LMPM. I think <laughs> that's that, a good one. that is going to bring in some great technology updates, things like that. And it's just going to add to the family of products that Inhabit has. And it's going to be a great thing. We're really excited to. They're a great company. I got a demo last week and I was like, oh, wow, that's really cool. That's cool. That's cool. They were the company that if I was ever going to leave Libras, that's where I was going. So yeah. <laughs> I want people that have said that since, you know, no matter what their product is, they're like, you know, we want to go to LMPM. And that's because, you know, it's got really up and coming technology. Their technology is really top notch. It It is. is. It is. So there's some real great things that we can use. So now let me ask you this. If you were going to give a property manager who wanted to grow their business advice, what one piece of advice would you say? This is probably the most important piece of advice. I really, truly believe knowing your community you're going into and what those expectations are in the community and becoming a good partner in the community, getting involved in your local organizations. I've been vice president of the chamber. I've been on the board of the chamber. We're big supporters of that. Get involved with your local hospital. Just get involved so people know who you are. We did a little crazy thing for organic growth when we first started. I think I've shared this with UNL as we did the 12 Days of Cookies. I love this. Please share it. You need to share this. So I got with my mom, who's a sweetheart. You think I'm nice. My mother is above that, beyond nice. And her and I were talking one day and I said, I needed to do something to kind of, we didn't have much money starting like most startups don't. And I said, we need something. And she says, well, 
what do you think about cookies? And so we concocted an idea that the Wednesday after Thanksgiving, we would deliver a dozen and a half cookies to every real estate office and the Chamber of Commerce in town. Real estate offices here do not do vacation rentals. So we work really well with them for referrals. Yeah, it's a great referral. So every other day, my mother bakes a dozen and a half cookies for all of those offices, and they get a different one each day. So none of them come from bakeries. They're all home-baked from my mom. Oh, it's unbelievable. But I can directly relate 26 homes to that. Oh, my God. Your mother's cookies are responsible for 26 Six homeowners. homes into our inventory. Yes. Wow. Because the real estate agents then knew who we were. And because we brought them a little something every other day that one time of year, when we first started, we started on a Tuesday and we decided Wednesday was a better day to start. I actually got a call Tuesday afternoon, the day we were supposed to start, asking if we were still doing it two years ago. <laughs> they wanted the cookies. Because they were like, we want your mom's cookies. And no. so my mother still does not believe that we have done as well as we have. I've actually uh-huh. had realtors tell her that they're the best. Uh-huh. But yeah, when we opened, we opened with the idea of having the mom and pop old fashioned with the cookies on the counter. And we had a touch screen at the other end. So guests could come in and print boarding passes. So we had the tech and the old school. And we've kind of kept our business that way. You have a very unique area. Cannon Beach, guys, just in case you don't know, is where movies, lots of movies have been filmed there. Some famous ones. I think the Goonies, is that the name of the one? Goonies were there. Yep. Point Break was done there. There you go. It's a really beautiful, beautiful area on the ocean there. So you're a family business. We are. It's my wife, myself, and then our business partner, Sally. We all worked together at the former company and came together. Our name is actually TLS Incorporated doing business as Beachcomber Vacation Homes. The Ah. TLS stands for three-legged stool. Oh. So each one of us has a responsibility in our company. We all work together. We all know a little bit about each other's job, of course, because you can't do it without that. But the seed itself is the business. And so the three of us are kind of the legs that hold it up and keep it going. We've been able to build a phenomenal team. We now employ 30 people. Wow. Locally. I know this will irritate some, but we actually have a waiting list for housekeepers. I have three housekeepers that are waiting to come work for us. That blew my mind the first time you ever told me that, Brian. And it stayed the same. Guys, this is not just a singular phenomenon. So Brian, let's talk about housekeeping and why do you have a waiting list for housekeepers that want to work for you? It's all in how they're treated. They come out of the hotel business. It's a different world. We are a family business. So there is no difference between our housekeepers and our reservationists. They're all on the same team. I've worked at companies where they're treated differently. This is not the case here. They all get bonuses. They all get Christmas gifts. They all get the same PTO. We offer health insurance for full-time employees that we pay 100%. So we're a place that people want to come work at. I barbecue twice a week in the summer, starting Memorial Day through Labor Day. I do hot dogs for our crew every Tuesday and Friday, so they don't have to worry about lunch. And they can come through, grab a hot dog, go back to doing whatever they were doing. So we are truly a family. We worry about each other. That's fun. That's amazing. Vacation rental managers utilize LiveRes and their powerful software that goes beyond the standard. LiveRes empowers you to operate your business the way you want, while offering you powerful support and access to a community of partners and experts to grow your vacation rental business. LiveRes' industry differentiator is software plus support, community, and service, with high converting websites included to get you started. 
Learn more at liveres.com. You recently, in the last couple of years, have put together a laundry. And so guys, I want you to pay attention here because one of the things that I've talked with Brian about, and I love this, Brian, what are the common mistakes that people should not make when they first start their laundry? What kind of things do they need to think about that you've already thought about and been through for them? Tell me why you did the laundry. Well, we did the laundry because we were doing it in the back of our 800 square foot buildings with high-end residential machines, but we'd burn through two or three of them a year. In order to grow, we ran out of room. So we mm. built a 2,000 square foot laundry facility in order to grow our business. And in the last year and a half, we've grown 45 properties because of that. It's allowed us to do that. I didn't know uh, that. Wow. Yes. Congratulations. Thank Brian. you. Well, okay. That's more than a lot of people have in their whole business. Yeah. Well, it's acquisition. I'll tell you, if you're a small property manager right, and the big companies come in to start acquiring the small property managers... Mm. There's nothing wrong with that. There's a spot for them, but there's a lot of homeowners that feel like they still want to know who the owner is. We had a company that acquired one in Cannon Beach and the homeowner wasn't happy. And she called and she got to talk to me and I could hear her on the phone saying to her husband, Hey, Steve, I'm actually talking to the owner of the company. (laughs) I haven't been able to do that for three months with the last company. So that made her feel really good. But when we built the laundry, Dirk Johnson came down and helped me a little bit. And when we went through it, we laid it out, we built it, and we did things like put RFP, which is a hard plastic you see in restaurants. We put it up five feet up the walls. So when the carts bang into it, when anything bangs into it, doesn't damage the walls. It's easy to clean. We made it simple. My brother-in-law did, was my contractor. He found a mat, recycled rubber mat that is used in horse parts to be easier on their legs and their knees. We found that and our entire facility is covered in that. We don't have to have extra mats or anything around to make it comfortable and healthier for our housekeepers. They're not on concrete floors. They're on this rubberized mat. And we just did little things like that. We put a breezeway in between two buildings with a garage door. So in the winter, they don't have to deal with the weather. It was just little things. It's a lot. And And I'm more than happy to talk to people about it. It was we decided to build it in the most expensive time to build anything in the history of the country because of what's going on. So, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> 2022. But it was worth every bit of it, and it's made a huge difference in our business. 45 homes. Okay, tell me this. Now, I've seen the trend when a big company comes in and buys a local company. There's a lot of attrition there. I've seen that happen. Is that what happened? That's a lot of what happened, yes. Wow. Then you had to turn people away, didn't you? I just turned my first one away yesterday. Okay. Yeah. And not that I couldn't. I've got some things coming up. As you know, I had some health issues in September and I got some things coming up in May and it's just not fair to my team to bring any more. We've got six or seven in the pipeline to bring on and it's just not fair to add anything to the pipeline right now. Let me ask you something because you do have two other partners and you've talked about the three-legged stool. I've, I know that story. Tell me how you're able to separate yourself from the other, like you've got your wife and your friend. How do you keep those boundaries? We actually just went, the three of us went on vacation to Victoria, BC last week together. And it was a work slash vacation trip. So we're really good at keeping those boundaries. And everybody said, well, oh gee, it'll be Brian and Barb will always make decisions against Sally. Oh no, that doesn't happen that way. Sometimes it's Mm -hmm. Brian and Sally and Barb doesn't agree or Barb and Sally and Brian doesn't agree. Big decisions like when we made the laundry decision, 
that has to be all three of us agreeing. If we go purchase a new vehicle, any large purchases, it's all three of us. If one of us doesn't agree, then it doesn't happen. But there's little things that if it's just the two of us, say, and that's the understanding. We all try to stay in our own lane. For example, the reservation team and, and that sales part of it is sort of my area. Barb takes care of the operations. You know, she's with the housekeepers and maintenance and that kind of thing. And Sally's the financial side of it. So she deals with, it spills a little over reservations that we have run money, do some things like that, make sure contracts are done. So we all kind of stay in our own lane, but we know what's going on. So it's not to say there hasn't been rough times in any partnership, whether it's a marriage or business partnership, you have to work at it. And we've worked at it. And we understand that this is the way it has to be. And Sally was in a partnership once before that didn't work. And we've just managed to be able to do it. And I think it's because we are friends first. We all had the same vision coming in of what we wanted to do. Wow. Okay. So this is the way. That's what I heard you say. <laughs> like the Mandalorian, this is the way. Yeah. If people have questions about partnerships and how you guys keep it together or about laundry or actually about branding, guys, his branding is really good. It's very elegant and it's just well done. Can they contact you, Brian? Absolutely. How would they contact Brian? So they can reach me at brian at beachcomervacationhomes.com. B-R-I-A-N, guys, just so you know. Yes. Or they can reach me by phone at my office at 503-436-4500. There's no one nicer, guys. I probably spend two to three hours a week talking to other property managers and sharing ideas, mostly because I like to share and talk, as you know, but I gain a lot of knowledge from people. And this industry is fascinating that way because we could be in the same business in an hour apart in competing communities, but we're not actually competitors and we share a lot. So it's a fascinating. So you've gone through some health issues. Yep. Tell me about how has that affected your business? What advice would you give other people who are having health issues that are going through that at the same time with their business? What advice would you give them? Well, it's okay. I can share kind of what happened. I almost lost my life in Asheville, North Carolina back in September. You and I had done an interview that morning. I know. And by 10 o'clock that night, I was in the ICU and had to have five units of blood transfused. They were laughing at me because there is a quote that I said to tell Allison, I'll never, ever leave live res. I remember that. I was there when they said it. Yep. They stepped to the plate and really helped. But it gave me a new understanding that there really needed to be a work-life balance and that you have to trust your team. We have such a great team in place that I don't worry about it. They question themselves whether they can handle it. Mm -hmm. But... I know they can. Barb, Sally, and I have worked with them and we know they can. Mm -hmm. So in a little bit over a month, as a result of some genetics and some rheumatic fever as a child, I am having open heart surgery to have a aortic valve replaced. And I'll be out eight to 12 weeks. It's not the easy kind where they go in here under your rib cage no, laparoscopically. No, 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 no. No, they're cracking my chest open. So it'll take That's a little while. So painful. Um, and if anybody knows my wife, she will be sitting with her thumb on me and I, I will do what I'm told. She's threatened to send you to your mother, right? Yes, exactly. So I'm getting everything <laughs> in place and done while we're getting ready. And then I go to NWVRP for our conference at the end of April. I come home, I'm back in the office for a couple of days and then I'm out for 12 weeks. But I have complete faith in everybody and our team. They're amazing. I've got three managers that I have Sandy, who's my reservations manager and office manager. 
who her team has the utmost respect for her. They would move mountains for her. I've got Avi, who is like a daughter to me, who is my operations manager, and her sister-in-law is my housekeeping manager. Those two are rock stars. They can make things happen that I don't think could ever happen. And then I've got Michael, who is my maintenance engineer and manager, and he just makes sure things get done. As you grow, you have to have those people in place or else things fall through the cracks. So it's preparation. And so that was part of what Barb and Sally and I talked about while we were on our working vacation last week. And I think we're in a good place, but it's trusting your team and Mm -hmm. it's about people. You know, we've had people make mistakes. We don't yell at them. It's a learning opportunity and we get over them and we move on. So you will be in my prayers. I can promise you that. Let me have you tell me your favorite guest story. My favorite guest story. Barb and I are both on our second marriage. So we've been married Mm -hmm. almost 20 years. When we first got married, I left a very toxic relationship. She had been divorced for 19 years. So we brought baggage. You bring baggage any relationship. And one of the things that we realized early on is, is that baggage is not your partner's fault. So we have what we call a button. If that partner pushes the button, you go, that's a button. You have to walk away for a half hour to two hours. And then you mm-hmm. have to come back and talk about it. Mm-hmm. 20 years, we haven't had a fight. Wow. We've used the button as a tool. So I had a guest who came and stayed with us. And we were talking and for some reason, I'm easy to talk to. And she said, yeah, my husband and I came down for a long weekend. We're trying to save our marriage. We've had some rough spots. And I explained the button to her. And three and a half, four months later, I got a letter and a phone call from her that said the button saved their marriage. You know, that's a really great concept. That's what I love about this business. I've said this before. We're not in the vacation rental business. We're in the people business. We're in the experience business. And being able to do that, I share that story a lot. Sometimes my wife, Barb, looks at me and goes, really, you have to tell it again? I think it makes a difference. And it's about communication. So that's my favorite guest story. I love that story. Tell me about your favorite owner, Brian. I have great owners, but my favorite owner is no longer an owner. They sold their property, but they're still in Cannon Beach. They own a long-term rental and and some things. So I see them once in a while. Mm. But this owner was involved in a video game. And so he's he's a real person in a video game as a character. It's great. But at one point in our office, because we like to have fun, I had a air hockey machine and a hot dog machine in one of our buildings. We had room oh. for it at that time. It was a stress reliever. Reservations get off a bad call. They could do that. Well, this owner showed up and he says, well, how do you have those two things and not have a kegerator? And I said, well, Laszlo... It's February in Oregon, and Oregon goes through a recession every year. It's called winter. And I said, we're not buying one. Well, six days later, FedEx shows up with a box. And Barb's like, what did you buy? And I said, I haven't bought anything. And I open it up, and it's a kegerator from this homeowner. Tell me what a kegerator is. So a kegerator is what you have beer. You can have like a keg of beer in it or things like that. So ours is a double tap. And so we always have beer from across the street from the Pelican Brewery and root beer in it. So we have root beer and beer in it all the time. Our homeowners love it because they'll stop by in the summer and have a beer with me. It's yeah. But that's one of my favorite owner stories. So if I had known that, I would have had a root beer with you. I love it. There you go. Yep. You just don't have it very often. No. So we have that. And that was from one of my owners. And so they're great people. And I like all of my owners because if I don't, they're not my owners anymore. Well, there you go. You've got a lot of new owners that yes, you get to play I with. Do. Congratulations on your growth. I think that's phenomenal. And I think that your advice of surrounding yourself is really important. And I think, guys, if you want to know how 
he built his business, the different positions that he has around him and the way he did it with partners, please reach out to Brian. He is just the most fun person to talk to that you'll ever meet. And he actually cares. But there's the difference, Brian. I know you care. I do. Your kindness to me was extraordinary. It was so kind. And I will tell you this story because you don't know this. So when I came to see you, I was coming to see you because you were doing beta for one of the products that I had at the time. And you're like, Linnell, come, I'll put you up in a house. So my husband works all the time and I do too. So it was just a big house and it's just me, okay? It was just a really good kindness that Brian did. What he didn't know was my son was in trouble at the time. He was, oh, well, he's very young and uh, just out on his own. And he was having trouble at work where he was. And I didn't know what to do with him because he was like, mom, I don't think there's any reason to live. And I mean, anytime a mother hears that, she's like, holy oh, cow. It's terrifying. Yeah. You know, it's terrifying, even though they're not going to do that for the most part, you don't know. I mean, I don't know. I say that they're not going to, but you know what, guys, I am not a therapist. That scared this mom to death. And so what you don't know is I called my son and I said, there's this big house. You can come stay with me in Cannon Beach. And he came and he stayed with me. And I tell you, it was just the most awesome, awesome time of mom and son together. We drove around and we did picnics in that area. I was looking to get other people in that area, as you know, for data so you could have a better data set. You know, I was there like four days or so, and it was just a real blessing. You have no idea how much that blessed me because afterward, because he'd gone with me, Brian, I took him back to Dallas with me. And that weekend he found a job in Dallas and it changed his life. So I am grateful to you for your kindness. And you never know when you stretch out that hand, guys, who you touch and the difference it makes in your life. But Brian, you made a difference in my life. And I'm really grateful for that. And that's what I think this business is about. It's about people. Yeah. And that's what life is about. Yep. People and friendships. Exactly. And look, you know what? We're not going to be in this business forever. But I can tell you, if I ever go your way, I will look you up. Always. No yep. matter. Absolutely. Thank you so much for coming and being on the show. And guys, do reach out to Brian. He is there as a resource and a help. And let us know what you think about the show. This episode of How We Grow is brought to you by LiveRes. To find out more about how LiveRes can help grow your vacation rental business, visit LiveRes.com. Make sure to search for How We Grow in Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Google Podcasts, or anywhere else podcasts are found and hit subscribe so you never miss an episode. On behalf of the team here at Inhabit, thanks for listening.